welcome to Healthy Perspectives Podcast with Jeremiah, where we provide clinical perspectives on current social and cultural issues. And don't forget, you can subscribe at Podbean, Spotify, Apple, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. Please subscribe at any or all of them. You can follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Getter, Twitter, and many other social media sites. Or you can email us at healthy perspectives with an S at protonmail.com. Hello, hello, welcome back. Hey, I am starting to really appreciate some of the crazy statements that people make. Some of the things that sound absolutely absurd. Let me tell you why. It's making us talk. I don't necessarily like illness. I don't like it when it affects me directly. I don't like it when it affects anybody I know directly. And illness, I'm talking about medical illness or mental health illness. I don't like illness. But illness does have a way of exposing certain things. And it's not just the illness that exposes it. It's what people say or do or how they show up in the midst of an illness. For instance, I'm not good at being sick. If I get a cold or a flu or something like that, I am a disaster. I'm I'm not, I'm not a good husband. I'm not a good dad. And I probably say some dumb things. Uh, I, I'm just not feeling well. And that's what happens. But during those times, it does bring things to the surface that can create good, healthy conversations, right? After being sick, I have to acknowledge my own limitations, right? When I get well again and I'm told I said this or did that and I barely remember it because I wasn't feeling well or I don't remember it, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It brings to the surface conversations. It forces us to talk. I've said before over and over, people break people and people heal people. Well, when we are broken, we need people. It's not a want. We need people. So I'm going to point to a few different things going on out there. Some of the crazy stuff, as some people might call it. And I'm going to talk about why it's good, why it's good that it's out there. We'll start with, obviously, we take on social and cultural issues here, something very controversial, but we're going to talk BLM first, Black Lives Matter. And we're going to do that because there seems to be some credible evidence that the Black Lives Leader uh, or, or one of them, is filtering money into a mansion. Now, I have no problem with people making money, doing it in a way that is legal and ethical. Great. Make all kinds of money. No problem with that. 
truth is, when we die, we don't take it with us. So do what you want with it. Uh, I, I obviously, from my own vantage point, I have moral structures in my life because it allows me to to live a uh, a fulfilling existence. And you know, th- th- but not everybody does. I can I can appreciate that other people may have different perspectives. So this Black Lives Matter leader is filtering money into a mansion. Wonderful. The only question there is whether it's legal or illegal, ethical or unethical. I don't care if they are black or white or brown or male or female or you know famous or behind the scenes. None of that stuff is even relevant. If it's legal and ethical, then okay, more power to you. The question becomes, is it legal or ethical? I guess we might add in a third one. Is it moral? Well, it depends on whose morality, right? But legality and ethics are pretty commonly known. Ethics are a lot more difficult, but the law is pretty clear. Is this a legal movement of money from one place to another? If it's legally done, then we need to back off and leave it alone. If it's illegally done, then it needs to be investigated and potentially prosecuted. That simple. Clear as day, that simple. So is it about the the, the fact that it, it's a black or a white issue? Zero percent. Zero point zero 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 percent. It has nothing to do with race. Now, we, we can get behind the idea, well, but they're with Black Lives Matter. So what? If it's legal or illegal, that's the question. That's the way things work here in the United States. It's not about the race. It's not about, you know, male or female. It's about, is it legal or illegal, ethical or unethical, moral or immoral? So I'm going to highlight another issue. Kanye has been in the news a couple of times in the last week for saying things that are, you know, they're, they're pretty interesting. I mean, if, you know, I think interesting is an appropriate word because, you know, the context of it, it is definitely up to debate. The most recent one was he says, Death Con 3 on Jews. Now, I am not about religious persecution. I don't think that's a a wise course of action. I think it's dangerous. I think it's not just dangerous, but it's, it's just unhealthy. Relationally, it doesn't, it doesn't bridge gaps. It, it destroys bridges. And I'm not interested in that because as a therapist, uh, that is relationally centric, meaning the relationship is one of the key elements along with empathy, unconditional positive regard, congruence and incongruence which you've probably heard me say all of those things in the past, you know, going death con three on anybody is a problem, right? Like that's, first of all, it's death, not death, right? Which a lot of people have already noticed. Um, But is it really about Jews? This, something's going on there that's going to make us bring religiosity front and center. I think that's wonderful. 
Let's let's be real. There's a lot of religions that are persecutory in nature. They're going to do or say things like DEFCON 3 instead of DEFCON 3. That's what they're going to do. And what do we do with it? Do we ignore it? I mean, it is an option. You know, when somebody says something ridiculous, we could just ignore it. But more importantly, we could discuss it. What is it that he's getting at? Is this a religion issue? Is there some kind of uh, debate going on uh, about moral structures? Let's have that conversation. Why does he care so much about Jews and what it's, what's going on with, with Jews right now? Why does he care so much? Is he feeling persecuted for some reason? Judged? I don't know. We may never know. But he was taken off of Twitter. I'm not surprised. I mean, lots of people get taken off of Twitter or, 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 or blocked, meaning they, uh, you know, they get marginalized. They get put in the shadows. Their stuff doesn't get seen because, I don't know, they're being filtered by Twitter. That happens. But for him to do this, it became news, meaning we should have the conversation because right now it's forefront. We don't want to miss this opportunity to talk about what is happening with religion. Well, let's take a look for a second. In America, Christians are being persecuted by the media in a lot of cases. Not in all cases, but in a lot of cases. Why? Because this Christian nationalism stuff that they're talking about, the idea that, you know, Christians think that we are special in this world in some way, uh, which I don't necessarily agree with. You can listen to my other podcasts. Uh, I think, um, you know, knowing biblical doctrine doesn't make you better than anybody else. Um, it, it does give direction to your life. I think that's good and that's healthy. And it gives more direction to after you're done, when we pass away from this world. And I believe it to be correct. But what's the deal with Jews in America right now? What's going on there? Is there something there that I am not aware of that's going on? It's possible. I don't, I mean, I, I can't claim to know what's going on with every religion. I, I have studied multiple religions, but something is going on that's creating this, and we should talk about it. I'm going to go ahead and move on to the third thing. This is going to be the final one for today. It's going to be a, probably a little shorter of a show. But these kinds of things, these kinds of blind spots or accuracies, depending on how you look at them, are super intriguing. And again, I'm beginning to appreciate them because in some ways they are forcing the conversation. Not as healthy as I'd prefer, but it's forcing it. Elon Musk, <clears throat> who is uh, reportedly going to buy Twitter, has recently pointed a finger at supposedly neo-Marxists. Well, it's kind of interesting because, look, there's a couple of things in here. One, 
Is it about neo-Marxists? Maybe. Is there something going on with neo-Marxism that we should be aware of? I think so. I think so. Because not because Elon Musk said so, but because if anybody is pointing to that in a way that brings it to, to light, that says we can re- destroy relationships with this belief system of sorts, we should probably take a look at that. How is that happening? You know, we, we just did the same thing with Kanye's uh, little statement about Jews, right? We should take a look at the things that destroy relationships and these outlandish statements that, that sometimes occur, whether true or false, they often create the seed for the conversation. It's like we can talk about it because it's been brought to the forefront. Maybe it's by somebody who's not of their right mind. Maybe. Or maybe it's by somebody who sees things clearly and the rest of us should pay attention. Never know. I mean, look, wisdom starts with a place and a person. It doesn't stem out of nothing. It comes from somewhere. So what's going on with Elon? Maybe he needs to take a closer look at how his comments and his behaviors could be hurtful to a transgender person. That's not a bad conversation to have either. So let's have that conversation. Like, What I'm getting at is really not complicated. These outlandish-like or interesting accusations... They are sparks. They are sparks. They are moments that we can capture to have healthy conversation if we choose to. The other option, which is often the the option taken, is we can bash these people and hate them as if that makes us better in some way than them. You know, let's say Kanye is not ill and he thinks these things. Is that any different than him being ill and thinking them? I mean, he's still thinking them. He's still saying them. So maybe it's different in the amount of empathy and and, uh, uh, appreciation we have for Kanye. But it's no different when it comes to the conversation. Whether somebody is well or ill, we can still create the conversation and it can benefit us all, every one of us. So therapeutically, let me give you a quick lens. I often tell people when they come in, you can learn from what has happened in front of you in relationships or from what hasn't happened. In other words, I go back to uh, oftentimes when, when I was a kid, uh, I had parents uh, that it, it was a broken home. I mean, we, we, my mom and dad were not together. I could learn as much from watching their mistakes and failures as I could from watching their successes if I chose to. What I'm telling you 
is let's choose to. From a therapeutic lens, the idea of growth is a choice. It is a decision you have to make. You make that choice and growth can be yours no matter what the landscape is in front of you. Whether it comes from a place where it's your best friend or your worst enemy. If you're open to the feedback, you're going to learn something. Matter of fact, oftentimes we learn more from our enemies, the people that we don't get along with, if we're open to it, than we ever would from a friend. No offense to our friends, but let's be real. How many of your friends try to come at you really gentle and soft? But do your enemies do that? Not likely. Not likely at all. So keep your mind open. Hear what's being said. And most importantly, please, let's go have the conversation. It doesn't have to be pigeonholed into one thing. Race. Mental illness. It doesn't have to be pointed at as as a transgender issue. But let's have the conversations about all three of those things. Let's, let's have it. Thank you so much for listening and have a great day. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. Please take a look at our website at www.healthyperspectives.com with a dash in between the healthy and the perspectives. Make sure there's an S at the end.com. So again, www.healthy-perspectives with an S.com. 